0: Good evening, and welcome to uh, San Antonio uh, fan chat or San Antonio FC fan chat. Uh, did I get that right? Fan this cast
1: time? fan uh, cast. cast.
0: Strike two. One for, for two. Well, this is a, a sad day for me. Uh, you know, the Rockies <laughs> paid uh, an anniversary of the Rockies paying the Cardinals to take its this
1: players. Happy anniversary to everyone who is celebrate Nolan Arenado coming home to St. Louis. Hell yeah, let's yeah. go, let's go, baby! And they've won the same amount of rings as uh, the Rockies have, so we'll see with that. So, we'll, we'll see what happens in the next couple seasons. But <laughs> hey, they've gotten close. We've gotten pretty damn close. Uh,
0: yeah, they're not getting by. Houston. Won the division twice. They're not getting by yeah, the Dodgers. They're not getting by the
1: Padres. Uh, yeah. not getting... Oh, oh, we, buddy, we've already gotten past the Padres, so that's. I uh, so haven't kept that's up with again. Uh,
0: the winter baseball, is that uh, winter
1: season? I don't know if that's really been
0: the hot stove. I haven't heard a lot about that this off season.
1: Yeah, we'll see. I mean, spring training is right around the corner. Uh, pitchers and catchers uh, report here in a week or two. Uh, and I know um, a lot of the guys are getting ready for uh, the World Baseball Classic coming up. I know um, Thank you, man. Um, <laughs> I know uh, <laughs> Nolan Arenado, speaking of Nolan Arenado, um uh, tommy edmond uh they're both going to play out for the u.s and the world baseball classic coming up in march so that's going to be exciting to watch for sure. oh
0: nice
1: so the u.s team is definitely stacked though so that's a must watch they should win they're stacked sorry we we were let's, hoping let's for players
0: play and yeah. the only player news that we got just broke today uh, Unfortunately, uh, Yasser Kamiri is not going to be going to uh, San Antonio FC. Uh, He is going to be staying and playing uh, with E.S. uh, Sahal uh, there in Tunisia. Uh, Digging through the reports, kind of going through and having stuff uh, converted here. It looks like he signed a two-year deal. Um, E.S. uh, Sahal is one of the better uh, teams. Um, in Tunisia, uh, Rafa, I know you sent us a text of of what they uh, what they accomplish. Uh, you want to tell a little bit about the club that he is uh, signing with?
2: Yeah, it's one of the be- like said, you mentioned like they're one of the better teams in Tunisia. They've won plenty of trophies, especially in the uh, the African Nations Club Championships. Uh, they've actually made an appearance in the World Club Championships, not you know, not too long ago. So. He's going to, like I said, one of the most valuable teams and we're, we're going to miss him. And I, I guess they they, they saw what, all the good work he did here the last few years and decided to get, cut him a good check over there to stay home and, you know, best of luck to him. And I don't know if, if he wants to come back from alone. <laughs> you know, we're open open arms for him to come back. So, but good luck to him over there. So, but uh,
0: your <coughs> thoughts, uh, Royce? Uh, I know this – I think. I think this one stings a little bit because i think all of us thought he was coming back and um unfortunately we were all wrong
1: yeah it hurts um we were uh yeah a peek behind the curtain everyone was talking about doing a johnny bravo tifo for him because of his hair so yeah that stinks um he's definitely an integral part of uh, the team last season um he did have some injury issues toward the end of the season. Same thing with the prior season. Uh, seemed like kind of a, a, a hamstring toward the end. But, man, he was dominant in the air. Um, and he mm-hmm. was a very valuable piece uh, for afc for sure in, in the championship run and even the um, the conference final run the season before. So he's definitely going to be missed. Uh, good luck for sure, Chasser, in, uh, in Tunisia. I'm super happy for him, though. He gets to stay home. He's obviously going to get paid, and he's going to be on one of the more two. right, and he's going to be on one of the more successful teams um, in, in Africa in general. So uh, win, win, win for him. Uh, for us, yeah. it stinks, but we'll <laughs> be following him obviously uh, as much as we can.
0: So, so that leaves basically four players still uh, to be determined. Uh, uh, Santiago Patino, uh, which you figure if he's going MLS, you're probably going to start to hear about that fairly quickly, Uh, Saeed Abdul-Salam, Jordy Delim and Grant McCullough, the the backup uh, goalkeeper, signed late in the year after uh, Cardoni retired uh, for that here. So um, if you were to take a guess, any of them come back? One one or four? How how many do you think comes back out of
2: those four?
1: Rafa, what do you think?
2: I, I think I think Grant's got the best shot because he, you know, given the situation with, um, you know, Jordan, you know, you never know, maybe this could be his last run here, you know, or he moves up to MLS the next season. <clears throat> so I think Jordan fits the bill with our team as far as, you know, the size. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a great goalkeeper. You know, Marcinas knows him since he was with, with Iowa. So, I think he's a, he'll make a great fit. Um, I think also to bring in DeLem, too. Dilem's it's not that we were lost. Uh, Kamiri, DeLem's kind of like a switch switcher lad. You can put him in the defensive Holy mid, or you can play him on the outside of the defense. So uh, I think I think those two make the the right you know the, the two best choices to bring back for the season, and then fill out the roster with you know how they you know what they've done the last few years.
0: I, I think yeah. actually I don't think any of them come back at this point. I think if he, if they were going to be returning, I, you know, I think they would have signed. Patino is the only one that um, I, I give a, a shout to, um, just just for the fact that I do think S A F C would. But you know, the rumors, uh, you know, through the U S L and and M L S is that you know he's got M L S offers, possible M L S offers, and possible uh big U uh, usl offers uh outside of San big
1: America. usl yeah big usl offers from from what i've heard as well
0: so you know has, yep. if if you've got options um and, and as we discussed on the last show the relationships matter but let's be honest at this level um where he is 24 you you figure if he's going to make that MLS push, he's got to try to do it now. If not, he will quote unquote age out of the MLS uh, pool and try to, you know, try to grab that, that check. So it'll be interesting to see where he goes for that here. So, but I'm saying zero.
1: Royce, uh, what what was yours? Uh, I'm, I mean kind of agree um the only only player i agree with rafa is probably grant uh McCullough, uh may come back if he wants to uh, work under the tutelage of a one la madrid and uh and jordan far again uh which would, i think would be great for uh his career and his future um, future outlook but we'll see um jordy from what i've seen is just enjoying his family in, in the off season um it doesn't look like he's really getting ready for a season uh obviously i i just follow me on social media um and yeah i i think i think jordy would have the best chance if he wanted to kind of re-get you know get his career um going again um obviously he's in the mls with seattle for a long time so Perhaps he's done. I mean, he's he's with his family. He's a family man now. And you know, cheers to him. Uh, maybe go out of champion. And he's twenty-eight also,
0: but... too, so you know, he exactly. Is, he is a little bit. That's older. what I'm saying. So and Grant's twenty-three, but I think Grant uh, uh, probably has the
1: more likely chance to come back. But we'll see. Yeah.
0: And then, of course, San Antonio FC will typically do four or five academy kids that. Uh, that will fill out um, it, it'll, be, it, it'll be interesting uh, for it here at the Crocketeers annual meeting last night uh, uh, they had a representative uh, from San Antonio FC uh, that they did say that there are several moves that are on its way um, so please be patient Harry please be patient
2: um, uh, for that
0: here so. wear
2: the socks all week <laughs>
0: uh, so
2: but uh
0: I wish we had more uh roster news, but uh Rafa didn't deliver this time. I hate to say it. I'm putting this on Rafa. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I need, I need probably need to start lighting the candles and see if we can get some of the players. We need to start doing something. AJ said
0: uh he AJ said it's forty one days till we kick off against Oakland. Uh Rafa mentioned we've got a preseason game. With two, three
1: weeks. Well, I mean, breaking news if you want to break the news, um training camp's already started. The team's already gotten together and
0: we uh, haven't posted anything.
1: That happened Saturday or Sunday. Well, they'll, they'll post it. They'll probably post it Monday, but I mean, technically the team's gotten together for their official meetings this weekend um, from uh, sources that I've spoken to. They, uh, the first day was technically Saturday and that's getting the paperwork done and everything. And then Monday, tomorrow morning is when players actually hit the f- field and everything starts physically. So yeah. Um, which is kind of the reason for the show is to get ready for everything and be exciting. Yes. We don't have more player signings. The roster is at 13 right now. Um, but at the same rate, the signing announcements are going to come, um, pretty fast and heavy, I think. Um, and especially, um, uh, that like, like we're talking about that first game, um, is going to be, um, that first preseason's game is going to come uh, pretty quickly. Uh, what's the date on the first preseason game? I have the schedule up. Think the that
2: one's on the...
1: Should have done that research, eh? I think
2: I think it's the <laughs> the 11th. So they're two weeks away from the first preseason game because they yeah. have one on the 18th and then the 25th right before the... the well, actually, because actually, the home opener is the 11th, so they do have a game beforehand so is it So it's 18 25th and I think the fourth. So they still got three weeks beforehand. and I I'm just wondering if you know, I don't know what your opinion on this. Do you think they may go MLS heavy on as far as these signings? like maybe there were like players that weren't utilized more by them kind of like Sam Magran, you know, but will make the impact with us.
1: Yeah, I mean, they may be looking at that route for sure, um, and we know that is a thing that San Antonio likes to do. They like to wait for uh, the MLS draft to go, watch the and uh, the MLS draft the draftees, um, and obviously they're now that MLS Next is there, perhaps they go play MLS Next. But since MLS Next is a step down, uh, a lot of the MLS teams are going to want um, their players to get more of a. Uh, a closer match sense and a closer match speed to the MLS. So they'll uh, loan their players out the USL. And that would be, you know, like you said, Sam Adinnerin is a classic example of that. Um, Patino was another classic example of that. Uh, he was selected by uh, Orlando City and they loaned him out to to get some playing experience. So that is another, um, uh, a pretty good possibility that uh, San Antonio is just buying their time. They're waiting for, um, those uh borderline um mls players uh to become available and, and, and to go sign them uh nikki Hernandez, uh matt gamez um what's up matt um says nikki hernandez question mark um we do know I, I don't know i don't know if we said anything um in the past show but um but we uh, the previous show but we did see that he played for um defeaters um mm-hmm. in dallas uh, who's a? They're NPSL, are they PSL? So um, like he that, was yeah. he was playing for them. Obviously, that's it's it's a semi Well, it's an amateur team, right? So yes. um, that's not a contract-based thing. He may just be, you know, just get on the field, and go play, and to get ready for uh, whoever he's going to go play for. But we have not heard um, anything as far. And I also reached out to um, our friends at a third degree uh who covers FC Dallas and they've covered FC Dallas since 96 since they started. Uh third degree probably the best FC Dallas um source out there independent at least out there um they hadn't heard anything either so um shrug big old shrug for Nikki Hernandez but we'll see yeah oh uh, yeah.
0: go ahead
1: yeah I was gonna say Rafa you are right uh the the first match is February 18th um, at Toyota Field against the uh, Tulsa so, um, yeah, they got three weeks, so no rush. <laughs> um, we do know a lot of other teams have uh, a lot more preseason matches that are a lot sooner than the 18th, but San Antonio is going to take it slow when they're going to get everything together and they're going to be um, – I, I think I the show's intent for Al Marcina, he wants to build that culture, he wants to build that team, he wants to build that family aspect first. And then we'll get on the field and we'll be competitive later. But right now we need to build, we need to build the culture. And we know Alan Marcina; that's the big thing he talks about is a collective and the culture of the group. So obviously, that's an important thing to build. So
0: since we don't have a lot of player news uh, for that here, we wanted to kind of go into a little bit more of the schedule uh, for that here. Let me present this here. Do, do, do. Uh, for that here so so for March uh, they got three matches the Roots on the 11th uh, Loudon uh, away on the 19th and then at or pardon me home against the switchbacks uh, on the 25th um, outside of the home opener against the Roots uh, any question or any comments on the first three matches
1: well let's say um, it's a quick play a home playoff rematch between the roots and the, and the switchbacks in the first month of the season. So that's, that's pretty quick for those rematches. <laughs> um, but, you know, playing at home, going out to Maryland and then coming back, um, coming back home. Um, that's a, that's a decent way to start the, the season. At least we're not completely on the road for the first month or two, like Vegas. So, um, and louder be
0: interesting because they're. Yeah. I don't know if they're. A, a, I wonder if they're a more of a RGV type of uh, MLS two team because.
1: I don't think they've been purchased yet. Have they? Yes, they have. Oh, they have been purchased. Okay. Yes. Uh, are they as late with their roster build as the Las Vegas Lights? Um, I think somewhat. Um, I know they've signed a
2: couple players, but. I don't, I don't think they're at with some of the other teams are.
0: Uh, well, actually, I don't know if it's as final here, but uh, uh, Greg Baroning, this was uh, December 28th of, of attain sports and entertainment founder um, is close to uh, finalizing a deal for Loudoun and United uh, for that here. Um,
1: Baroni, uh,
0: attain sports, uh, ha- owns the Bowie Bay Sox, uh, Fredericks Keys, along those lines here. So, um, and I know both of those, I, I know both of those, uh, clubs, uh, are decently, um, decent, uh, in um, minor league baseball, or at least I'm, I'm aware of them, which is, you know, something to be said. So it will, be interesting here, um, and they worded as will be the only USL championship team with MLS connections, so even there, they're already saying that it's not a two-team, but it's a connection, <laughs> so whatever that means.
1: That's, that's <laughs> such a loaded statement, that's so, so cool. they're, getting,
2: they're getting the scraps from DC United then.
0: <laughs> but DC United, I think, is rumored to be starting their own team in Baltimore I believe is is what they're trying to do um, so but through there so to me like I said here I like the home openings here um, April goes uh, April 1st uh, away at uh, Monterey Bay home against Sacramento away against Louisville home against uh, Phoenix our part yeah home against Phoenix home against uh, Vegas and then turn around May 7th. So I know we're adding one more day, but at Vegas. So you got a back-to-back Vegas, uh, Vegas trip here. But uh, April, it loads up. Uh, Sacramento, Louisville, Phoenix. Uh, those are three heavy hitters there. Um, Phoenix, to me, I think is going to be the interesting one. Uh, because I do think that they're going to be a quality team. But they're going to be a much different team than the Phoenix of old.
1: Yeah, the one that kind of seems like a trap game and all that—it's definitely gonna be the April first match against uh, Monterey Bay because they're they're bringing back a lot of players. Uh, obviously, the fight we know Bleedles. Yeah, the fighting same Bleedles. The fighting Kai Greens. Kai Greens going back as well. Um, but they're they're having a lot of returning players. Uh, in the beginning of last season, they were um, uh, what's the word? Terrible, um, and they got better as the season went on, and even toward the end of the season, they kind of made it interesting. Uh, to, in, the, in the race for the playoffs. Um, so we'll see if they can put that together, if they can have a similar... Um, uh, if they can put it together earlier and they can have a better beginning of the season, then they will be a playoff se- uh, team of this coming season. So I think that April 1st, uh, mark that down as a... That's a trap game right there. Um, and definitely the the next three. I mean, that's tough. Um, Sacramento, Louisville, away, we'll and then Phoenix. So...
2: Possible yeah. conference conference championship games, minus well minus the be. Louisville. Louisville probably could be a fun other repeat of the final.
1: Uh, very well could be. Um, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. To Louisville. I know they're trying to. Um, uh, they're in talks to sell uh, one of the Winder brothers. Uh, for... it has to be done in the
0: next two days with, uh, with Benfica, right?
1: Well, it might be. I mean, it might be a summer move. So they uh, that's right. Maybe got to be eighteen to go. Yeah, that's right. Correct. Correct. So, um, well, does he have to be 18? I don't know if he has to be 18 for the Portuguese league, which is why which is why a lot of guys go to Portugal first and then they go somewhere. Um, I know Germany, you have to be 18. I don't know if... Um, um, I'm
0: almost positive. I'm almost Spain, positive. Spain, you have to Portugal.
1: be 18. I'm almost positive. Okay. Well, it's very possible. So. Uh, so, that would make it a summer move. Because so if we'll not, he would game. have already
0: had gone already. Somebody would have that. that's fair.
1: Him that's fair. No, that's very so. fair. But yeah, no, that's that's definitely gonna be tough. Um, Sacramento Louisville in Phoenix. Um, and then like we we're talking about, it's gonna be a back-to-back Vegas um back to back games against Vegas, so that'd be interesting. And we get the first match against Vegas after the XFL season at Cashman <laughs> Field. So man, that – that scares me. That scares me for what that for <laughs> the, the field will either be trash point, yeah. or it'll be
0: in, in good. It'll be in, in excellent condition. So it'll be one uh, of the two.
1: I think it's going to be the former, but so. man, we'll see. Um, best,
2: best scenarios if we come out with seven points in that three game stretch.
1: I think I think that's I think that's legit. So so how many points do we think we're going to get in March against Oakland at home, loud away? I think I think we
2: I think we get the nine.
1: I think we get seven. I think we get seven in March, and I think that's a good result. So well, wouldn't Seattle, be bad, um, but
0: I I I don't think right. the switchbacks are as good because they lost Burke. Um, okay. loud and away, I think San Antonio's still talent wise, you know, even with still, what we have, the fourteen players right yeah. now should mm-hmm. still and Then the home opener, I'm assuming they're going to be raising some sort of flag, it's going to be special. The player's is going to be jacked, the fans are going to be jacked.
1: And, and, and at the same rate, the roots I, I'll give you some credence onto that. The roots lost one to Sokar, that's huge for them and huge for us because that's what we gained. And at the same time, their big striker, um, uh, what was his name Claussen Olofsson. Mm-hmm. W- he went, I think he went. When he we went back to his parent he went back to his parent club, correct. So mm-hmm. yeah, that could be a, a nine point month, which would be uh, would be a great start. uh April, how many points do we think get in April? y'all said seven?
2: Well uh, well, well I think well, I think we can get the three at Monterey Bay it'll be tough, but I think we can get the three there. but that three game stretch, if we come out with seven points, we're gonna be in very good shape.
1: okay. so, so we say we say six points against Union and mm-hmm. Vegas. And then seven combined in the other three matches. So 13. So we'll start off uh, nine and 13. So we'll start off the first two months with 24 points. I'm actually going to
0: say a draw against Union. I'm going to say a draw against Sacramento. Okay. Um,
1: and I, I agree with you, Harry. I think that is more Louisville. I think
0: could be our first loss okay. just because it's in Louisville. Okay. Okay, um, I think they beat Phoenix, and I think they beat uh, v- uh, Vegas. So that's what, eight points? That's nine. Eight.
1: Oh, no, that's eight. You're nine. right. Well, a, loss eight. In, eight. a loss at Louisville, it's eight. You're right. So start off with 15 points. In
0: but that, that matches. to me, like said, is Sacramento and San Antonio is always close, whether it's home or there. It's, true. it's, it's
1: a one-goal it game. Yeah. One of our only losses last season was away at Sacramento. But it is here in – there, that oh, one's here okay. correct mm-hmm. um
0: Louis, louisville's the one to me you know a, a, you know you, just like when we went to san diego last, mm-hmm. last year where they had all the
2: you know
1: That's fair. they 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 had that one cir- circled they had that circled and at the same time Alamarcina was like i'm not even going to start go everybody <laughs>
2: <laughs> but on this scenario i think if we let's say we go to they go to, when they go to louisville we get a lead we're going to win that game that's the thing. Whenever we, when we get a lead, no one can beat
1: us. Right. That's what SAFC does exactly. Is they get the lead. All right, let's shut everything down. Uh, you're going to give us a second goal because you're going to have a super high line. Okay, thanks. And that Appreciate Phoenix the point. match is going to mm-hmm. be. It's
0: going to be That's a gonna snoozer be- because it's going to be Phoenix mm. is going to be one that they'll have the possession. It wouldn't shock me seventy percent in that match.
1: I think I I don't think so. I think that is going to be I think that is the match uh, we're getting to it. That is a match that this club especially with all the players that are returning. The biggest blip on last season was losing twice to Phoenix. The Phoenix, yeah. So I think that is a you know the the minute that schedule came out that's BC, what circled. <laughs> Maloney taintor they're pissed that's the one they have circled, uh, JD. I'm gonna score a hat trick in this match. <laughs> They're circling that one. Yeah, because so. we
2: were shorthanded those that game. Correct. And, and, Correct. Then, and then that's well, the one the like Phoenix,
0: good. we had every opportunity to win, and we
1: just, yeah. dude, you could you could we have just, had
0: it, you could have had it as big yeah, as That was just not our and night, night. That night, exactly.
1: And, and, we just couldn't finish. That's it, and it happens. It happens to the best teams. You just can't finish. So uh, moving that's on to. Why, oh, sorry. Uh, anyway, keep going. Keep going. You're good. Moving on to me.
0: Moving on to me uh, at Vegas at Charleston, which will be much, much better at mm-hmm. Detroit city, uh, which is a tough place to play yeah. and then home against uh, new Mexico United, which a solid team uh, for that here, but the, the three away uh, in, in,
1: uh, in may uh, I'm going to go, we completely skipped the biggest plot of the thing. Hold on. Let's go real quick. Right back. The Phoenix game we're talking about on the 22nd and the Vegas game on the 29th at home, both Fiesta matches, both matches during Fiesta. We've never had two Fiesta matches. I hope SAFC is paying attention and they have a huge promotion for their Viva night for Fiesta matches. And they do a big thing uh, for these two matches uh, that are during Fiesta. hopefully
2: Hopefully both teams go party out in EOSA too, right before the game.
1: good. Oh, God. Let's show up to the opposing team's hotel room. Let's get them some uh, some tickets for NEOSA, and let's leave, leave some beads in their hotel rooms, and the rest will take care of itself. There you go. Some
2: so chicken on the stick, too.
1: Yeah, perfect. <laughs> perfect. All right. Sorry. Let's go
0: to May. Sorry, Harry. So Vegas, May 7th, Char- at Charleston, May 13th, at Detroit, uh, May 20th, Detroit City, home uh may 27th a saturday against new mexico united here so um i think people are going to look at this road trip and think hey it's not that tough charleston's good charleston's going to be good they, they had a down here last year they brought in the memphis coach uh brett pyramid i believe is his name detroit city in detroit's always tough planet keyworth it's a smaller stadium. Um, Always a tough crowd. Probably one of the best crowds in in, in lower league soccer and, and in USL. Vegas, you're t- already talking about the pitch. Uh, New Mexico-San Antonio is always an interesting match. Um, not necessarily close, but uh, they're interesting. For me, uh, give me, give me uh, I'll say five points. I think we get two draws and a win at home um, uh, against uh, New Mexico. And, and I think we take a loss either in
2: Charleston or Detroit. I think we get 10 points. I think we get a draw at Detroit. I think, I think Charleston, yeah, they got the new coach and all that, but so it's going to take some time to build up that team. You know, playing them now is probably like, it's kind of like the center you mentioned here last year, like, Playing uh, Detroit early on was probably the best thing because later on they got better. I think same thing with Charleston. Playing them early is probably going to we'll be able to take care, get a sneak out of a win. Because I think we if that game's in towards the end of the year, that's it may be a little bit tougher situation for us. So I think we come out with 10 points on that one.
0: And, and I will say this, the Charleston-Detroit uh, City match is at that 10-game mark where we say, hey, the first ten games were always like, "Hey, don't worry, it's a long season." Blah 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 blah. So, just to kind of give everybody kind of a idea of where that's in the in the, in the schedule, that's right at that ten game mar- uh, mark, where you know you kind of get a real feeling of what the teams will what you know what the teams will be in in, in the year, pending the injuries and, and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go with Roff on this one. I think we get closer to. I think we get nine points out of this, but I, I, I could see us getting ten as well. Um, Charleston's still gonna be, you know, they're still, yes, uh, a lot more money has been put into the team, um, and they're trying to get them together. That also means it's it's a brand new, uh, it's a brand new squad. It's gonna be a brand new system. Um, so, and the same thing, Memphis took a little while to get started. Whenever they started their big run. Last season, so it's going to take him a little bit. So, Charleston, um, we'll see where they're at at, at, uh, at that point in the season. But I think SAFC should take care of business there. They should take care of business in Vegas. Uh, Detroit away, it's going to be a little difficult. And we'll see which New Mexico United decides to show up. Um, uh, is it going to be, um, giving up a hat trick to Cristiano Pir- uh, Pirano, or, um, is it going to be, um, the team that shows up at a baseball field and just uh, uh, packs the back line. So we'll see. Um, at the same rate. Uh, speaking of New Mexico United, just want to give a shout out to, uh, um, to Devin, uh, Devin Sandoval for his retirement. Retirement we'll uh, on his terms a, this time. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, congrats on a great career, man. Um, it's fun watching you play. I hated that you played against us, but it was still, uh, still a pleasure watching you play, man. All right, and let's move on to June.
0: June uh, at or San Diego at home on June third, Saturday, June tenth against El Paso, the Oli Copa Teos match on a Saturday. Um, at went on Wednesday, June fourteenth at San Diego, and then a ten day break, and then at Sacramento. Uh, for me, give me uh, give me seven. I think we beat Loyal. I think we blow out El, pa- uh, El Paso. And we get a draw either in San Diego uh, and, and probably a loss in, in Sacramento. I
1: can see that. I can see that. Um, and that's two quick turnarounds against the Loyal. Um, so that'll be interesting. <laughs> uh, they are no longer the uh, fighting lane of Donovan. So that's something to talk about. And, yeah, El Paso is going to be a new team. Uh, they're going to have a new coach. That That's going to be another team that has to be put together again. The Loyal are probably going to be under the same system. Um, I think they have yeah, a similar coaching, coaching staff. Change. Pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> um, and then Sacramento is always tough. So we'll see how that goes. We never get the calls in Sacramento, never.
2: Is, is there is there like a 10-day 10, 10, 10 between games between Sa- the Loyal game away and Sacramento?
1: Yes, there, there, there's ten, so that weekend is going to be open. We'll see what happens. So we on
2: that may, weekend. we may, we may, we could probably steal one in Sacramento with that, with that rest. Yeah, you know, because depending what what San Diego, I mean, what Sacramento is going to play prior to playing us, I see um. that that's that that's an opportunity to maybe steal one from them, or, or at least steal some points like with a tie. You know, I, I can see us maybe getting. You know, just that from that, I think maybe maybe between seven to ten points.
1: You know, and something to bring up, um, that June third uh, home match against the Loyal is going to be the first match where SAFC slightly alters their schedule, and that's going to be an eight AM match instead of a seven thirty match, mm-hmm. for, to try to let the uh, try to let the sun go down so the game time temperature isn't as high. So. Uh, looks like they're going to try to implement that strategy again that they, um, implemented last season, um, just to try to make it more comfortable for the team, for the teams and for the fans as well.
0: So Sacramento does play Monterey Bay on the 17th, but
2: no Wednesday match,
0: uh, for that here. So
2: they do not. Yeah, have that could season. be a trap game for them because they may be looking past some Monterey towards us.
0: <laughs> so, and that's also at, uh, in sacramento so they'll have two home matches and
1: and that monterey
0: bay sacramento is turning into a rivalry uh as well as as expected for no cow
1: it's fun it's fun
0: july we got five matches uh the first against uh you know the the fighting kaylors uh the birmingham legion uh july 7th aj's birthday at memphis 901 uh the following wednesday july 12th at el paso home a 10-day break then again and then home against the miami FC
1: oh god and
0: then home against uh the uh, Matt tab Shelton, uh, and the uh the hartford athletic uh comes to comes to town so three home matches and two away matches I think they get 15 points
1: yeah that's what they should get to be honest, that's what they should get. Uh, the Legion are going to be a little bit stronger this season, but I, I don't think they're going to have as strong as a midfield as they did last season uh, with the loss of Harriville. Um, uh, but we'll, we'll see how they get put together. They did get Nico Brett back from New Mexico, and to be honest with you, he didn't do a lot in New Mexico. Didn't do anything. Um, correct. So, so we'll see how he does returning back. Uh, he, he obviously didn't seem that happy in New Mexico. So we'll and Legion lost uh, Dean. Uh, they're
0: they're all all USL, what uh, right back left back to Chicago Fire of MLS. So
1: okay, yeah, uh, that's they, right, that's right. They that's lost right. one
0: of their best players. Memphis is doing uh, the RGV uh, late. Oh god! Um,
1: no, they did the Miami Marlins. Let's get of every get rid of everybody. So get get, get, get rid of everybody
0: again. So including yeah. the coach. So yeah. that one's there. El Great. Paso. It's for. a Copa Teos match, but I don't I don't like what I see from El Paso, uh, and I'm sorry, seriously, loco, but I think your team is trash this year.
2: Uh, here. Just like Chico's Tacos,
0: uh, <laughs> Hartford will be interesting because that's mm. what uh, ta- uh, Tab Ramos. And Correct. Hart- yeah, Hartford former. has uh, brought in a ho- better players this year than, than previously. That'll well, be a wait, a wait a
1: minute. Wait a minute they did not you know uh ever guzman retired and they didn't bring him back and that's been their best player ever of all time so obviously they haven't improved since uh since ever so shout out to ever guzman
0: so i went 15 everybody going 15 or is anybody going 12 or or 13
1: uh i'll go lower. 13 i'll go 13 because we are pretty sure that that uh, weekend um, is going to be a, um, was it, a, what weekend would that be? Seven minus that is 15. So the, the 15th, um, that's probably gonna be a friendly weekend. Um, so we'll see what kind of friendly they bring in, whether it's a Liga MX team or um, who, who they set up right, which we know certain other European teams are gonna be doing a US tour um we'll see who they play so and they bring wrexham that's well, kind of wrexham well
0: we'll be on espn and mls will hate us any,
1: even more <laughs> and then they brought
2: stoke city one year i'm sure they can bring wrexham
1: cry oh cry cry more cry
0: i need to stop engaging in that conversation uh no, it's, so,
1: it's so stupid dude it's so dumb like just to fill everybody that's you know not not in the social media circles a lot of mls fans and, 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 people and whatnot are complaining about the coverage that Wrexham United has gotten from, uh, from ESPN and the, and the production that they had for the FA cup, which breaking news, the ESPN is at rights for the FA cup for years. And they've always done it big for a lot of the big matches, especially the matches they think are going to be upsets. So, or cup sets, if you will. Um, and, the rex united match was spoiler alert almost a a big cup set so um they've they've always they've always done that um but they're complaining that ooh if espn would have done this for mls mls would be a lot further along no it not really mls is it's a closed league there's not a lot of that there's not a lot of that um underdog there's not a lot of that david and goliath uh with an fa cup uh the the u.s open cup if they were to take that over which they do so, uh, show certain F- uh, um, US Open Cup matches. They always have those, but hey, MLS always is like, oh, we, you know, a lot of MLS fans don't really pay a lot of attention to US Open Cup because it doesn't matter to them. And Definitely. then whenever they show the uh, FA Cup, oh, you know, they take exception to it. It's, it. it's a little off-putting, and it's a little little brother syndrome to a lot of people that big brother, a lot of USL fans. So anyway... That's uh, let me get off my soapbox and let's continue to August. August, there's
0: six matches
1: at Phoenix on the
0: 5th, at New Mexico on the 12th, follow up short week against RGV at home uh, on a Wednesday night, home against Monterey Bay on Saturday, uh, the 19th, home against Pittsburgh, and then at RGV uh, on the following Wednesday. Uh, for here, so. This one's tough. I, yep. I think we get the I think we get the nine points at home. Um I think they we we beat RGV um you know for that here, so that'd be twelve. But that's right about the time where SAFC typically has a little bit of a lull. Um and to me, it wouldn't shock me if they came up empty against Phoenix and New Mexico, um, which probably Absolutely. wouldn't be a bad thing. Just I think I think we
2: still we still won in New Mexico. We still either with a win or a tie. Yeah, well, maybe if you go, <laughs> you're kind of like the good luck charm when we get the points. Finally, winning over there. I, I I think yeah. I think with Phoenix, I think that's maybe a loss. I, yeah. I can see us maybe losing we, that game.
0: Royce pointed this out earlier. You figure they've got the the rising matches circled.
2: So, but SAFC is here, always.
1: A, go, go ahead. Go ahead. I was
2: going to say, but here's another thing. And like we mentioned about July, that's when we make our move. Mm-hmm. And sometimes and then that's when we sign our X Factor that ticks us up a notch. Which last year was, like I said, in June was at Deteran. And then. In July, we ended up bringing in um, uh, who who did we bring in? I forgot who else, but we made the key moves. Delim, to take us, DeLim we brought in yeah.
1: Delim late. Um, uh, Perano was, the- pa- was was a little later, so uh, not. We brought in Nacho. Nacho was uh Nacho a was the one
2: in July. Yeah.
1: So yeah, um, those were the guys we brought in, and they were all they were all X factors. They they all played. Pretty integral parts of the uh, the championship run for sure, and I think that's part of the scene when we
0: when we do when we do take some unfortunate losses that you don't expect, and that's to me I think this would be the perfect time to do that before that way Coach Marcini can get on them and, and you know especially with the three games at home before they had had out and you know for three games uh, you know after that. <clears throat> So I said I had, what, uh, nine, 12. So I had 12 points out of those six matches.
1: Sounds about
2: right. I think we get 13. Could be. I, I think we get, you know, maybe I think the Phoenix may be a loss, but I think New Mexico, I think we steal a point. Or maybe even steal a win. Just depending on how how good they're playing towards that. And that's another key. How how well they're playing by that time, you know? Is it is it going to be like a cluster bomb, like what happened to Phoenix last year? Are they going to, or is it going to be like what what we were doing, kind of beyond the role?
1: What do you got, Roy? Yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see. Um, definitely, I I honestly think those are two those are two going to be super tough matches uh, for SAFC. And we may lose two in a row right there. Uh, Phoenix away is always tough. They've always played us tough away um, in Phoenix. And New Mexico United in that baseball stadium with the super narrow field, uh, their team's always been really well set up to uh, to play there. And we've always had real difficult times getting results in Phoenix. And we've always had a very difficult time getting results in New Mexico. So th- that'll be two really tough games. So set. September,
0: we have a Sunday match in Tulsa on a Sunday, but it's Labor Day weekend, so uh, hopefully everybody, hopefully we can get a good crowd that goes up to there because you can hopefully not have to miss work on Saturday, go up Sunday, and come back Monday um, if you're driving or a cheap flight, uh, if you want to do the Frontier, you know, that type of thing. Um, uh, at, At Colorado Springs on September 9th, home against the Rowdies and then home against Orange County on September 23rd. And then at Oakland roots on September 30th. Uh, Give me, uh, give me, give me 15. I think we get by the Rowdies. That's I think that's the toughest match, but it's here in San Antonio.
1: Yeah, it's going to be tough. We'll also see how the, uh, how OC is, um, Last year obviously OC had a, a very off uh, year. They were um uh what's the word I want awful, very bad. So we'll see um from if they can put last. it together. Yeah. We'll see if they can put it together uh, uh yeah, first to worst for sure. Uh OC last season in the west. We'll see in if, the west. We'll see if they can put it uh put a better product on the field and we'll see how they uh, go from there but I could also see 15 points for sure coming out of this. So I'm going to mark it down as 15. Rafa?
2: I, I think we get a tie at Tulsa because we're always, every time we go up there, we always get a tie. It's fair. I think Colorado, I know they're going to be jacked up for that game. Um, I can see us maybe lose that one, but if we come out with a tie, that's great too. We'll take care of the Tampa Bay Rowdies here at home. And then the same thing with the Orange County. Kind of, we'll take care of them. The pick the uh, Oakland game. I think we can get. I think we can get a tie. But like I said, we've had their number there at their place. So yeah. You know, but the only thing is, <laughs> minus Samideteran. So hopefully we have someone that can replicate the, the replace goals. the goals
1: for him. <laughs> very Gets true. That's a very good. So point. I
2: can I can see us maybe I guess in like two wins and three draws.
1: Oh, eight points.
2: That'll be nine points, like two wins and three draws.
1: Oh, nine points, yeah. Yeah, that'll be nine.
0: Okay. October, October. uh, not counting playoffs. uh, At OC on the 7th, home against Indy 11 on the 14th. Give me a six points because until I see OC play, um, I don't think they're that good. And uh, Indy 11 thinks it's what 2019 2018 with, with all the players that they're signing. So the only thing that worries me about that one is if at San Antonio FC has everything locked up uh, because there is no bye week this this year for the for the playoffs so you figure that around the 21st they start so that might be a game that they that they sit so players. Um, Actually, I'll go four points. I think we we'll get. I think we should get the six, but because of you know, assuming that we're not fighting for anything, and we've got everything won, which I'm hoping We do by this point. Uh, I'll I'll go a draw. Just like I think we drew the last match right this year against OC. Against OC. But we
2: have pretty much everything locked in already by like th- two, three games prior to that. Right.
1: How many points do you think we get Rafa in October?
2: I, I, I think we can get the six. And here's the reason why, you know, if we're going to play the following week, you want to build some momentum. You don't want to go in with a loss. Right. And and also that, that loss to Indy 11 over at their place kind of was a little stinger there. It was a little embarrassing too. And yep. I, I, think the are, I think the players will probably be out for revenge in this game and kind of take out their frustrations and kind of flex their muscle to show everyone else, Hey, you know, be ready for us. And hopefully, like I said, we've already clinched up the home field advantage.
1: All right. So let's review real quick. So April, how many points did y'all say we should get in the Um, three three
2: matches of April?
0: No, uh, April has...
2: Four, right? Uh, five. Oh, I'm matters. sorry. I'm March. sorry. Start
1: with March. We're starting March with March. Three. I'm sorry. I said all so nine the three. And Rafa, what'd you say? I said all nine. Nine. Okay. And May? How many points in May? What about April? Uh, good Lord. April. I'm all over the place. Man. March, April. How many points in April? Uh,
0: there is. So April is Monterey Base, uh, Sack at Home at Louisville. Phoenix, and Vegas uh, for right here. So, uh, uh, give me I say nine. We
1: get, I say 12. You say 12. Okay. And then May?
0: May is uh, at Vegas, Charleston, Detroit City, and New Mexico at home. Mm-hmm. So, three away. Six.
1: I, I, I say, seven. say ten. I say ten. Seven seven and ten okay and going back to june
0: june uh san diego or home san diego home el paso away san diego away sacramento uh so six uh seven I think seven
1: yeah i believe that's what y'all both said uh in july harry you said all 15 rafa what did you say for july I think, let's see. Uh, Legion, Memphis,
0: uh, El Paso away, home against Miami, home against uh, Hartford. Yeah, 15.
1: 15, okay. And August, how many did did we say?
0: So at Rising, at New Mexico, home against RGV, uh, home against Monterey Bay, home against Pittsburgh, and then a short week uh, Wednesday. So both RGV matches are on Wednesday. Mm-hmm.
2: So, say so, so. so we get
1: thirteen. Uh, I, uh, I'm going to go twelve. Okay, which is insane uh, a a seven a seven match month, which is pretty nuts. Yeah. So, uh,
0: and then September there's four.
1: Uh, I went I went twelve. September, you said fifteen.
0: Uh, yeah, 15 with Oakland Roots. Yeah,
1: sorry. Five right. Roots. And then uh, October, you said four. So hold on real quick. So, um, Try to try do some quick math here. And uh, my brain is not having it right now. So 32 and 15. Yeah, that one. Then we, we get seven. 13 as well. You said, okay, you said nine earlier. You said three draws and two wins.
2: Okay, yes. yeah. So now, yeah. Okay, so uh,
0: something must have happened in the football match because. <laughs>
1: Sorry, it's awesome. Y'all, y'all talk. Y'all, y'all chat about. Uh... So, let's see. Next up on the rundown,
0: uh, what's going on with uh, the Q team? Because uh, I don't want to get. Made fun of uh, pronouncing uh, "Kotaro" again.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Get it, Get that, out!
2: That's of still that's still kind of you know them pushing him back. I don't know what, like I said, those legal MX <laughs> owners really kind of they have a lot of, to say on this. But there's been also some suitors. I did hear about Alante wanting to purchase a team so they can get back. Um. Like I said, I still think hopefully there's someone here, somewhere here in this town to buy the team and bring it over here, especially with that new tournament that they're doing. And then also with that new club competition as well. That's going to be coming out. They're going to get the best club teams from CONCACAF versus COMEBOL, not not nations team, club teams. So you're going to see teams. It's not Argentina or or Brazil is going to be coming. You're going to see teams maybe, hopefully, like, like Boca Juniors, uh, Palmeiras, Corinthians, Colo-Colo and then against our you know our best teams like i said maybe like Seattle, LA LA Galaxy, LA FC and then the best for Mexico. So it, that, that should be interesting turn G, real interesting tournament for that.
0: Um and then what the was it Copa Americas? Mm-hmm. Uh, that was finally announced here as well, correct?
2: Yes, sir. And that's that. That should be fun. Uh, I, I think it's needed because you know, with the the UEFA uh, League of Nations, you know, South American teams and also our, our CONCACAF teams can't really play some of the better teams over there. So you're kind of better off making this tournament. Making this tournament, I honestly think they should just get rid of the Gold Cup and make just yes, hundred percent make this. Make this a permanent thing, you know. Get your six best Conca teams versus the ten best Combo Ball teams, or the ten Combo Ball teams, and the other minnows from Conca can have their own little tournament, whatever.
0: I think I think you should have. I think you should have what? It, what? Uh, the ten, the ten, you know, ten from the ten
2: Combo Ball, yeah. Um, I mean, uh, here's another thing on the idea. You know how we conca cap did the League of Nations? I said, Well, why not do a League of Nations with both federations? I think that's how to be. Good. That's you know, what two, I
0: like think. I, I think we're heading toward a super league of some sort, of, you know, kind of like a Champions League of, of the Americas. Um, you know, for that, here, I just think money wise. It makes too much sense uh, to be able to do that. Um, we're already starting to see it at the nation level, but you can't tell me that you know, uh, money-wise, whether it's Paramount, but HBO Max, um, NBC wouldn't, wouldn't wouldn't jump on wouldn't jump on that, or even the uh, Spanish, uh, you know, w- would be huge with you know Univision or Telemundo. Telemundo. So the, I I envision we're going to be creating a um, a uh, Champions League type uh, type of thing, uh, for you know for the Americas.
2: I think I think eventually I, I don't know about like a Champions Copa, League, but I mean, yeah, that's what like Russell, I was mentioned. Like they're they're gonna probably expand Copa Libertadores into like a Super Cup because you also have the Copa Sudamericana, so which is kind of like kind of like your, your Europa League. So you probably can see two. Competitions, so you have your best, and like I said, so you can have a mix of all the teams from there. And I think it's, I think it's great, you know, you know, BN Sports. I think they have rights. I think to Copa America, uh, to the Copa Libertadores, but I'm sure NBC, like you mentioned, NBC is willing to fork over the cash to post it on Peacock or something. You know, they get get those games. I think it'll be more violent because can imagine, you know, having. Like Boca Juniors come over here play against like LA, LAFC. you know that's a sellout.
1: So so the real quick to final uh, topic, the, uh, right? the the, the ske- Real quick to finish up the uh, the schedule preview that we had. Um, according to Rafa, we're gonna have eighty-one points on the season. It's gonna be another record-setting <laughs> uh, record-setting season. And Harry, you had him at seventy-eight points, so they'll tie their. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they'll tie their uh, their season total from last season. So, we'll well, what did see. you have? We'll see. We have a lot of turning players, but we'll see. Uh, I just counted my... y'all's. I, I I went with uh, let's average amount. Uh, half. Here we go. Let's, we break the record. Out, so, <laughs> I do think there's more <laughs> losses
0: that 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 happen in there. But of course. I do too. I'm getting more ties. I do too. But but we'll see. On paper, it's this good. is what I think yeah. happens with our 14 man roster at this point. So, uh, we don't have no injuries, you
2: know, and like I said, all players exactly. are 100% fit. So, I mean, like, we're one of the teams
1: that's not yeah. actually but starting we'll see over what happens. This is all speculation. And hey, we don't have a lot to talk about I'm trying to drag this out. So,
0: <laughs> so final topic, real quick. Uh, you mentioned the Victory Financial Training Facility because, uh, uh, Spurs Sports Entertainment partnered with uh, Victory Financial, uh, Victory Capital, or Vic- Victory Financial. Uh, I used to work for them, so I'm a little bit uh, slighted for them uh, for here, so I'm going to stay out of it here just uh, uh, in case I do need a job. I want to go back. So I will. Uh, Smart. I, I will your abstain uh, from that here, but uh, your thoughts on uh, partnering with uh, Victory uh, Financial?
1: It's always good to have that, um, that, that title sponsor for sure. Uh, that means money coming in. That's great, especially for Spurs Sports Entertainment, for SAFC. Um, there's a couple questions that are going to come along with this. Number one, uh, as far as the Spurs go, what does this mean for AT&T with the AT&T Center? Obviously, they signed a one-year deal uh, to maintain uh, the naming rights for the at and Center through at and So we'll see if that continues. Um, the second thing, uh, and the biggest question that pertains to San Antonio FC, uh, we have heard that obviously Spurs players uh, in the and the SSNE athletes are going to be training at the facility. Does that mean San Antonio FC players get to also train at the facility? Um, uh, are they going to build uh, a practice soccer pitch out there? Are they going to continue at Star? Are they going to commute between Star and uh, the Victory Financial Center? And the most important question for, for fans, uh, for the fan cast, uh, and they've talked about having games, they've talked about having watch parties for games at the Victory Financial um, area, uh, the center. Are they going to have watch parties? for san antonio fc matches and and that's going to be an interesting thing to see uh i wish i would have made it in time to the Crocketeers meeting because i would have asked that uh but i'm looking forward to at the next um event, that- possibly the <laughs> open practice is to ask hey are there going to be any uh, watch parties at the victor financial center when it opens which i think it's supposed to open uh later this year correct <laughs> Bobby Perez wasn't
0: there. Uh he was supposed to be there, but oh, something came okay. up. So he was not there. So um you wouldn't probably would not have got that answer.
2: So if they if they do build a field out there, so that would mean they wouldn't have to move the players to live in, in that area. Since a lot of them live in that 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 apartment complex near start.
1: That, that apartment complex. So
2: they probably have to mm-hmm. live over here towards the rim. Um mm-hmm. I mean if I mean, it makes sense if it's going to be all total sports, say any type of things. So it makes sense, but then they would have to probably bust in the players, you know, for the games, which I'm sure they don't have a problem with that.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna go a different way. I'm gonna say no, but I do think if you're injured, you're going to be able to rehab over there. So they'll you know they'll take a car and they'll right. rehab. You know, so you'll get well. So so from
1: the medical aspect, you're going to get the
0: best facilities and, and along those lines.
1: The I, I training think they stay, still
0: moving.
1: Right, I think they stay um in that apartment complex. I think that's too convenient for Star and I think they still um they do the on-field stuff there at Star, but I think the workout. So typically, you know, especially for training camp, I think next year is going to be the first year. But typically for training camps, uh you do two a days. You do a morning workout, uh you do the training table stuff and then later on in the afternoon, is when you get out there and you actually do it or vice versa, especially when the weather starts getting warmer, uh, you'll switch that up. You want to be outside in the cooler weather, and then you want to take care of your training table stuff and your, uh, your workout, um, regimen, uh, in the afternoon and in the heat of the day. So, um, we'll see what happens with that. I'm interested to get an answer and I would love, love to ask, um, uh, as the new representative to see if, if that's the plan going forward. And that's exciting for for the players it's exciting for the fans honestly because that huge victory financial performance center is going to be a big old uh, look what you could do if you come to san antonio fc and it's going to be a a good pool to get some of the top player, more of the top players to come play for SFC. so that is exciting so I know
0: you want to keep it around an hour. We're at an hour, so uh, if you yep. want to do your poll for what match you're looking at or a away match along those lines, you well, can or along those lines here. So, so,
1: so what I'm going to do? I'm going to make a post right now, uh, and I'm just going to ask everybody out there what is the what is the most likely away match that you would go to, uh, and what is the home match? What is the home match that you're most looking forward to? Uh, this season so I'll, uh, I'll i'll just ask the question i'll get answers the majority of the answers i'll get i'll put a poll out and we'll see um we'll see what the answer is because i'm i'm kind of curious as are people going to say you know the the closest home match that's on a weekend which i think that would be rgv or not rgv but tulsa because the rgv away and el paso away matches are going to be during the week so i'm, I'm kind of curious to see um to see what the answers are and for the home match, we have a lot of teams. Well, we have a couple teams that we haven't seen before at Toyota Field. Are there going to be those? Are they going to be the Copa America matches? Are they going to be the Fiesta matches in April? Are they going to be the most likely July Fourth match on the first? Um, so we'll see. Um, we'll see what those answers are. I'm I'm curious to to find out. So my last thing
0: here before we get out here, if and I don't know if it's a season ticket is SAFC season ticket thing or not, but check your emails. Uh, cause they did a survey, uh, for that here where you could, you know, win uh, some Spurs, or something or uh, some SAFC gears or something along those lines here, but it's a year in, um, year in, uh, year in, uh, survey, uh, basically. And then they also, I think they announced, um, uh, a, a, a season ticket member uh event open pra- was it open practice i want to say sometime in february i'm trying to think here oh, here it is uh open practice monday february 20th at 6:30. uh for that here uh so um, Darius, uh, mentioned here, he doesn't think it's a season ticket uh, survey cause he got one. So if you, if you went to, so if you went to a, uh, SAFC match, uh, and you had your email, you most likely got a survey. So please fill it out. Uh, any feedback that you have, positive, negative, um, that's how, that's how we as fans voice, uh, change, um, along those lines
2: here, so. Uh,
0: that's it for me, uh, Rafa. Any final thoughts that you got before we turn it over to Royce to get us out of here?
2: Uh, just looking forward to see how this training camp starts and who else we bring in. You know, you know whatever players. <laughs> are, since we're about three weeks away from the first official preseason match, and, and like I said, we're excited about it. And then I think also the new unis come in. I think not too, in about a week. Week, week, or, week or two. So. Yeah. so excited about that, and then also. Because, like I said, I did a little pitch here on the high school side, ready to go for another high school uh, show for on Thursday as well.
1: Royce? Um, I mean, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for tuning in. We're looking forward to the season. Obviously, training camp really officially starts ramping up on Monday. Um, the player signings are probably going to come fast and heavy, or maybe they'll just roll out with a whole bunch of trial lists and we'll find out later and and they'll do signings later, but either way, we're excited, uh, 2023, the season's here, it's starting, we're starting up, uh, let's run it back and, uh, let's get this, uh, second star up here. So, uh, let's go. I'm excited. The only thing is if you get a second star, what does Robert do,
0: uh, with, uh, you know, with this tattoo adjustment. We'll through. find out.
1: Maybe, maybe he'll take a poll. Maybe <laughs> he's going to have to angle it right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's like, I'm going to wait. We're going to get three of them. So way you can Exactly. The...
1: <laughs> exactly. So, but but thank funny. you
0: for everybody tuning in. Uh, like I said here, thank you. Uh, Rafa Royce, uh, Robert, uh, I'm not sure why he called in sick, uh, you know, for the show here. <laughs> um, I don't, I, I don't know. Um, his Vikings aren't playing, so they were eliminated a couple of yeah. weeks
1: ago. So, who knows? But uh, anyways, hope all well with Robert. Maybe he, maybe he's a closet Niners fan and couldn't take that they got completely blown out by the Eagles. So, <laughs> well, it doesn't <laughs> help knows.
0: when you got you at quarterback who can't throw.
1: Well, well yeah, no. That, well, you probably Eagles would have been able to throw further than Purdy so it's could. It's gonna be a pretty tough to play. So, but
0: yeah, I so, can right no. now
1: throw it farther than he could healthy so <laughs> they don't underestimate my arm at all well no but well he had
2: the, a nerve here.
0: he had a nerve thing so he getting th- i think he threw what a 5 yard pass that was it and the
1: rest was all handoffs
2: so, for the second half so that yeah. sucks they, they didn't give him the shot that like sucks. in varsity
1: blues <laughs> oh, that's well when, but, when you can't feel it you can't feel it a shot's not going to help with that so but that's chiefs like, and de- chiefs and dingles
0: a uh, little bit over 2 minutes left uh, tie ball game so I'm going to uh, hit the end button here, and I'm going to watch the game here, and if uh, you guys want to hang out and chat, we can hang out and chat, but I'm going to turn on the football game. Peace. Sounds wow. good. Sounds good. What's live? the